All right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to our broadcast. Welcome back. I hope and pray everybody's having an awesome afternoon. We are bringing forth the word today, audio only, audio only. And so we want to bring forth the word today. We had a good time this morning. We was dealing with the complete victory part 14. You get a chance to go back and listen to it or, or view it. Uh, please do. Please do go through the whole series. We got one through 14 points so far. We got three more to go and it'll be a blessing to the soul as we uh, continue to navigate life and find victory in every aspect of our life. God is a God of victory. He's a God that is able to overcome, help you overcome, amen, any obstacle that's in our way. We also want to give you the opportunity to give us unto the Lord today. Uh, before we get started, you can find it uh, through our website at www.myntcc.org forward slash Brooklyn, New York. Our opportunity to give is unto the Lord. And truly, he will bless you as you give. We also have text to give. Text to give at 347-229-9933. That is our text to give line at 347-229-9933. We also have Zell. Zell is found um, through our church email. Church email at NTCC Brooklyn NY. No, no spaces. At gmail.com. That's NTCC Brooklyn NY at gmail.com. And when you do that, you can load it into your Zelle if you have a Zelle account through your bank. And you can give your tithing offering that way as well. So plenty of ways to give. Plenty of ways to give. And we say thank you in advance for your giving. Continue to pray for one another. Continue to uh, as well uh, lift one another in prayer. There's so many on the list that need prayer. And so we know. But the power of God is able. The power of God is able to deliver. The power of God is able to set men and women free. And so we continue to pray that you will pray with us. Amen. That, that we can together join forces to see, again, victory in the church, victory in our community, victory everywhere else. I, I want to take a few minutes here this evening, just a few minutes here to uh, go over a few scriptures in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. We've been dealing with the, uh, we was dealing with preparing for the end. And a part of, we talked about how the people, uh, we shared a part about how they had, had ever learned, but never ever come to the knowledge of the truth. It's the same book of Timothy chapter 3. Um, and so it led even to this verses here about, again, how we don't want a form of godliness and we don't want, again, something that would not work. And a lot of times, uh, when we hear things that perhaps or see things in the word of God, we shoo it away. We don't deal with it. Or you don't want to accept it into your life, but realize these things are there to help us. And to make us and mold us and shape us. So I want to read to you out of 2 Timothy chapter 4, 1 through 8. And I'll explain to you more here in a minute. The Bible says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time shall come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall uh, turn uh, their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Watch thou in all things, endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered up at the time of my departure. I have fought the good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give to me at that day, and not me only, 
but unto all them also that love his appearing. I want to draw your attention back to verse 8. This is Second uh, Timothy 4, 8. The Bible says, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not only me only, but unto them also that love his apparent. Full of us, they want to give it a title this evening about loving to see him, a longing or loving to see him. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, this evening for your goodness. We thank you, God, for another opportunity to bring forth your word. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, by your spirit, by your touch, Lord, that you'll speak to hearts and souls and minds of men and women. God, and we pray that, again, that we all make preparations to see you when you appear. That when we stand before you, when we are ready to take our last breath, ready to give our lives over, have them face judgment, we will be ready. I pray for the one that I saved tonight. Pray for that one that does not know you, the one that needs help. Pray for that one that's sick tonight. And God, we know and we know that you want and desire the best for all of mankind. And I pray that you supply every need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, loving his appearing. Loving his appearing. The, the apostle Paul had written to the church. Uh, not so much, excuse me, to Timothy. In this particular book, Timothy was addressed to him for him to take it on to the church. For him to portray it and uh, re rehash it out to the believer. And now, 2,000 plus years later, we are still uh, getting blessed by the book that were written by the Apostle Paul. Divinely inspired by God. Divinely inspired by his word. Divinely inspired by, again, everything that has been written in his word. We need God's word tonight. We need God's word. And when you want, again, God, you, you love and yearn for his word. You learn and yearn for the things of God. Why? Again, because we want to be more like him. We want to, and eventually to see him, to please, live a life, please on him, to live a life to where you're strong enough and may be able to overcome in life. Thank God for the word of God. The Bible says in verse one, he, he charged Timothy, he charged him, he said, therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and at his kingdom. Excuse me, and his kingdom. You know, he began to let us know that God will judge. He's going to judge according to his word, what has been written. It's up to us tonight, my friend, you and I, to apply this word and, and, and really to let it become a part of us. Let it become, again, uh, the, the things in which we need, the things in which have been written to accept it, believe it, and live it every day. The Bible says, again, he will judge the quick and the dead. So there's coming a day when we will have to stand before the judge. Why didn't we not obey? You think about in, in, in the law or in, in, um, in, in, in crime or whatever, uh, they asked, why didn't you obey the law? Again, you think about in traffic, signals or whatever the case may be, there's a stop sign and really a preacher. That's all we are is just a stop sign. We're a stop sign yelling, stop, yelling, stop, do not pass. You need to stop and yield to this thing. And a traffic sign, just like that, we are traffic men and women, no doubt that, again, are trying to direct people, again, because uh, to obey this thing. If not, because if they run through that stop sign, if they run through their life, it's very dangerous. And eventually, it will soon catch up and a great crash will take place. And so the Bible says we will be judged. We will be judged. He will judge the quick and the dead at his appearing. And so the Bible tells us, 
was here to preach the word, to tell men and women. He told us, said, Timothy, let them know. Let them know. In church, again, when people people get offended, they get offended by the word. They get offended by the preaching. But you know what? We still got to preach it. We still got to say what God gives us. We still got to preach that word. And it's not my words I share with him this morning. Jesus was talking about adultery. He was talking about, uh, again, the flesh. He said, it wasn't the preacher's word. We just telling you what Jesus has said. And so the preaching of the word, he says, be instant in season. In season, he told Timothy to be ready to preach. Be ready to teach. Be ready to tell somebody about the Lord because it'll be that moment. <clears throat> And perhaps that only window of opportunity for somebody to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, in season, out of season, be equipped, be ready to know the word. A friend today, church member today, whoever you may be, you may not have a license. You may not have a reverend next to your name. But you know we all call to be witnesses today. The Bible says, preach the word in season, out of season, reprove. In other words, the word of God is there. And the preaching of the word is to reprove us, to correct us, and mold us, and shape us, and get us where we need to be. The Bible says rebuke as well. God stops. He says, come out of sin. He rebukes us. He corrects us. He sharply rebukes oftentimes. Why? And exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. You know what? Again, the word of God, doctrine is key. Doctrine is important. Again, there are many false doctrines. There are many things that, that are not of God. There are many things that tell them scriptures out there. People who twist the scriptures and say, you can live in any kind of way you want to. You can live in any kind of way that you want. But my friend today is still the same gospel today. It's still the same gospel that says we must be born again. We must change. We must be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We must, no doubt, uh, make the appropriate changes and repent of our sins and get right with God. And it's not easy. Again, it's not a common message. John the Baptist was not a common preacher. Uh, Noah wasn't a preacher of righteousness, telling the people to get right or get left. You see, today, it's not popular in our day and age today, but you know it's important. It's important of all the things because again, we cannot be ashamed of the gospel. We cannot be ashamed that God is an angry God. He's a, a jealous God. God gets jealous when we begin to do other things. He gets jealous when we, uh, again, worship other things. He gets jealous and say, why are you cheating on me? Man has turned his back on me. And so God gets jealous. And so he told him, he says, he rebuked them sharply. Let them know it's time to turn to God while it's still time. You see, the world's not ashamed. The world is not ashamed to flaunt their sin. The word is not ashamed to even curse God. The word is not ashamed to even, uh, again, uh, speak against God. So why should we be ashamed not to set it straight? The Bible says, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine, even though it's not an easy message sometimes, but we preach it anyway. But the time will come, this is what he says in the last days. It's really kind of a piggyback from this morning. But he said, in the last days, they will have to endure sound doctrine. In the last days, they don't want to hear the truth. Why? Because, again, it will convict the soul. The church is getting too straight. The word is too straight. And many times people mistake it as a hate, but it's not hate, it's love. It's not hate, it's love, my friend. If we didn't love it, we wouldn't tell you. If Jesus didn't love us, he wouldn't have put it in his word. If God didn't love us, he wouldn't have sent Paul and Timothy and, and Peter and all these men to put this in the word of God. The Bible says we must, again, in a time when they will not endure sound doctrine, verse 3. 
In verse 3 of 2 Timothy 4, 3, he said, They will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust they shall heap themselves teachers, uh, having itching ears. Uh, preacher, we're going to go down the road. Uh, we're going to go down the street. Uh, listen to that one on television. He doesn't. Uh, he won't say it that way. Um, but you know what? The world needs to hear it that way. Sometimes hot and heavy, straightforward sometimes. Why? Because it's good for the soul. Uh, it don't feel good, uh, but it's good. And you know what? After this also said none. You're thankful. You're thankful because somebody was willing to tell us the truth. Sometimes the truth hurts, brother and sister, dang, but it's good for the soul. The Bible says they will have ears and turn from the truth in verse 4. Turn from the truth and shall be turning the fables. Uh, they will say, give us something. Uh, and again, this false doctrine. Give us something that, again, here today, uh, that we don't have to really abide by. And so the Bible says, but uh, but watch thou in all things endure affliction. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of the ministry. We got to tell, we got to tell you that God loves it. And at the same time, we got to tell you that God hates sin. Uh, you see today, we got to tell you that God says, depart. Uh, come running to him. Uh, leave the mess behind. It's, it's again the same God, the same God, a lion, but he's also a lamb. You see he's a vicious lion, at the same time he's as innocent as a lamb. You see today he's a king, but also uh, uh, again a sheep as well. The good shepherd, I should say. He's a good shepherd as well. You see a servant of all men, but you see we gotta show all spectrums of the God that we serve tonight. And so he says they will not endure the sound doctrine in the last days. He said, but endure affliction, do the the work of an advantage, make full prisoner ministry. For I now know and I'm ready to be offering the time of my departure is at hand. The apostle Paul said, I preached the word. He said, I preached it. And people threw stone at me. I preached it and people got mad at me. They threw us in jail. They'll throw you in jail. They'll get angry and bent out of shape because of the God you serve. But he said, do it anyway. He said, but at the end of the day, when I stand before God, I can say, God, I've told them. God, I've laid upon it. I, I had held nothing back. And in your life today, you see, today we must receive the word of God. Receive it. And let it be real in your life. The Bible says how the, this time of departure, he could go to his grave with his clear conscience. And my friend, today you can go to your grave with a clear conscience because you've turned away. You've turned away from the things that are displeasing. You can go to the grave full assurance, knowing that all is right with God. He said, if I am now ready, is what Paul said. He said, I'm ready to die. The time of our departure is at hand. You see, today we can't run from it. And my friend day before the day of your departure the day of my departure we must make sure that Jesus no doubt the Christ is applied and the blood has been applied and we've accepted him and confessed him as Lord and Savior of our lives the day is at hand, the day is time is short as we share with you this morning time is short, time is again winding up, my friend today we don't have a whole lot of time here on earth but my friend I want you to know that again the kingdom of heaven is worth it all, the kingdom of heaven today it will be worth it all don't miss heaven tonight in verse 7 second timothy 4 7 the bible says if i fought to get faith fight of faith finish my course he said i've kept the faith i fought the good fight you know serving god's a fight it's not always easy but you'll let your love for god be greater be greater than anything else you got to fight through temptation, fight through trials.
because you want to love. You love to see him one day. His fight, no doubt he fought the fight because he had his eyes on God. The devil will try to put up blockers and things and obstacles in our way to where we can't get to God or where we won't see heaven. But you know what? You got to fight through those things. You fight through and say, at the end of the day, when he's finished your course, when it's all said and done, you would have been one that kept the faith, to keep the faith through it all. Keep the faith through the trials and tribulations. Why? Because your, your eyes upon the one who loves you. Your eyes upon the one who loves you. And no, no doubt you made up in your mind, I've got to see Jesus. I've got to see my Lord somehow. And henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. It'll be all said and done when it's all said and done to be worth it all friend it'll be worth it all my friend a crown of righteousness a robe no doubt no doubt up in glory up in glory we'll serve and live for him do you love it do you prepare for it prepare for it friend it won't be long my friend when it's all said and done love is appearing today the bible says as we move on try to wrap this up i told him i don't keep it long the bible says the righteous judge shall give me at that day at that day not a me only, but also on all them that believe and love is appearing. God's love. God's love as we close up with this. God's love is strong. God's love today. He loved us even when we didn't love ourselves. He loved us before we even first, before we even loved him back. You see today the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Love, again, from God's love and compassion is why he sent his son Jesus. And know now Paul said, oh, I love this man. I love this one named Jesus because I was an old wretched sinner. I was lost on my way to hell. And all he says, oh, I love him because he loved me. And he says, I love his I love to see him one day. I love to be with him one day. <laughs> I love to uh, fellowship and spend eternity with him today. Do you love his appearing? Fall in love with that thought. Fall in love with the thought of heaven. Fall in love with the fact that one day this old earth will fade away. Fall in love with the fact that we'll spend eternity with no more tears, no more sorrow, no more pain and sorrow. Today, fall in love with the fact that we'll be with Jesus forevermore. The Bible says love will cover a multitude of sins. That's why he came. His compassion is love. No greater love have any man than this to lay down his life for his friends. That's what Jesus did. My friend today, Jesus did it all. Why? That we can be saved. He rebukes and he rebuked the devil. Why? Because he loved us. He could have left us high and dry, but his love was reaching out. That's love, my friend today. Love lifted me as we sing that song sometimes. He says, and in love, no doubt, he loved us so to where he was not willing to leave us in that condition. In church, the Apostle Paul said, I'd love to see him. I want to see this one. I heard a man, there was a song one day about how the man went to heaven. And he talked about how he saw Peter, he saw this one, he saw the various characters of the Bible. Saw loved ones, friends that have gone on before him. He said, you know, it's all fine and dandy, but I want to see Jesus. I want to see him. I want to see the one that gave his life. The one who nailed on the cross. The one who paid the price. I want to see him. Oh, Jesus, today. And Paul said, I long to see him. Oh, I love his appearing. Love is appearing. Look for that day. She's saying this only more about the glorious day. My friend, what a glorious day that would be when you take your last breath. You see, we have hope in God tonight. We have hope in God. Not like the world has hope. 
but we have hope in Christ Jesus. We have hope of a blessed assurance. We have hope that one day we'll spend eternity with him. We have something to look forward to. Far beyond what this world is offering right now. Far beyond what, again, money could buy. My friend, we have hope in Almighty Jesus.